Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Walters Wanderings Travel Podcast. And because it's May, we're starting my anniversary month. I'm um, in the business now for eight years. So eight years of uh, doing uh, what I do, being a travel advisor. So my special offering all month long is if you book a cruise with me, you'll get $8 of onboard credit for each day of your cruise. So basically a four-day cruise, it's $32 in onboard credit, seven-day cruise, 56 and so on. So if you book a world cruise with me this month, well, you can see you'll get a lot of onboard credit. <laughs> and uh, speaking of cruises, I have with me Anthony Maloro from uh, uh, Royal Caribbean. Um, he works in the main offices there in Miami. Um, he doesn't get a tan, though, because his offices are indoors, but that's the way it goes. Um, he's going to talk all about Royal Caribbean, and because it is a very important and large cruise brand. It is a brand that I just cruised on in February. We'll impart some of my wisdom from that cruise and uh, what I thought about the Royal Caribbean experience. But, uh, Anthony, uh, come on in and uh, let them know about how you got uh, involved with Royal Caribbean and what your career path has been with them. Well, Scott, thank you. Thank you for that introduction. Congratulations on your eighth anniversary. Um, I'll tell you what, the, the role and job of a travel advisor is one that nobody should take lightly. And uh, if, it's, if it's up to me, I, I have my own personal travel advisor as well, and I wouldn't think about uh, booking any travel without one. So uh, congratulations on eight, eight years, and may you have eight times four more. Well, that would put me at about 90 years old or so, but yeah. I'll be still hacking away at whatever devices there are at that time. <laughs> there you go. Age is just a number, you know? Well, it's true. Yeah. It, that is true. So tell me about your history with Royal Caribbean. And, sure. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. So I started with the company. Uh, this will be my 26th year this year. Uh, I know I don't look like I could possibly be anywhere for 26 years. Thank you for saying, Scott. But... <laughs> Uh, it is true. Um, I started in 1996, uh, actually started in reservations. Uh, my wife and I moved down to South Florida. Uh, she was attending law school down here. And uh, we packed up our U-Haul and, and drove our minivan down to South Florida. Didn't have a, a job in sight, a career in mind, and uh, walked through the doors at Royal Caribbean, uh, started in reservations, and... Um, I fell in love from day one. I just knew I was home. Uh, the company is such a great company to work for, um, very humanitarian and uh, obviously a great product, um, you know, and starting in reservations, I worked there for about a year and uh, learned the product really from the ground up, um, all the integral you know, details that you need to know about ship features and our systems and all of that. And then uh, moved into my true first love, I guess, which is sales. Um, didn't know it at the time. Um, always you know, felt like I had a gift of gab, but uh, never expected to have a career uh, this long. And uh, like I said before, it, it's, it just kind of grows on you. And, and this has been such an amazing ride. So I started in sales in 1997, uh, started in a, in a sales support role working my way up to uh, field sales coordinator, which actually handled back in the day before, uh, almost before computers, we were working with our, uh, our partners, our travel partners on marketing and promotions and getting the word out there about Royal Caribbean cruises. And uh, from there, I moved on to a newly formed at the time, uh, 
team inside sales representative, uh, and I, I managed um, a territory in uh, in the Boston area. So I'm originally from Massachusetts. And uh, so this was, again, like coming home in a way where I was able to work with and support many of uh of, of my travel partners there in the Boston, New England area. So that was a, that was a great experience. Um, in 2002, I moved on to our, uh, as, a, as a strategic account manager, that's what they're called today. Back then they were called district sales managers or business development managers. And um, I managed the South Florida territory. So really going from uh, Fort Pierce in, uh, in uh, Florida to, um, Fort Lauderdale and uh, really was able to cut my teeth in terms of being able to work directly with our travel advisors uh, on marketing and promotions and, and um, uh, you know, opportunities with cruise night events and ship tour after ship tour after ship tour um, and really uh, had, had, a, had a wonderful set of accounts, uh, actually moved on to Richmond, Virginia, and I, I managed that territory there in Virginia from uh, 2009 to 2013. And um, I had an opportunity to come back into the office. And so I came back to the offices in Miami, moved my family. Uh, by now I have three kids and I moved my entire family back to Miami and um, have been here ever since uh, in this role um, as director of our business development support team. Uh, so we work directly with our travel partners like you um, in any of their sales and support functions that uh, they, they need assistance with. Uh, I also lead our host agency travel relations as well as our um, uh, industry relations. So we work with some of our larger um, organ uh, industry organizations like uh, Cruise Line International Association, uh, ASTA, which is the American Society of Travel Advisors. Um, and, um, and here I am now on your podcast. So my career is complete. There you go. I guess the retirement papers will be handed in tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I still have college to pay for. Oh, that's true. I, I just I'm just starting that uh, journey right now. My, my oldest is graduating high school. Um, this uh, this June, so I'm 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 on that journey myself. So congratulations! We certainly get it. Well, yeah, she she's uh, quite a quite a young lady. She's a valedictorian of her class, so she's really rocking it. So Amazing. I'm very very proud. So let's talk about Royal Caribbean. Um, a quick history, um, you know how it started and how it's grown and and where it is now. Sure. So. I mean, you have to go back to 1969, so I won't bore you with with all of the details. But what I will say is that, you know, Royal Caribbean has really focused on innovation over the years. And so we've prided ourselves on being the most innovative uh, cruise line out there, constantly pushing the envelope, uh, getting uh, feedback from our guests and, and really putting activities and amenities on our ships that our guests have really asked for. So, you know, whether it was our one of our first ships, Song of Norway, way back in 1970. That was the first ship that was purpose-built for Caribbean cruises back in the day. And, and if you remember, way, way back then, uh, cruise ships were really built for uh, transatlantic travel. And um, only until 1970 or so when Song of Norway came about were we doing these regular uh, cruises from Miami into the Caribbean. And again, continuing to innovate through uh, the 1980s with Sovereign of the Seas. That was our largest cruise ship at the time, largest cruise ship in the world at the time. And uh, believe it or not, 
the the wow feature on those ships <clears throat> at the time were uh, the fact that we had uh, televisions in every stateroom. <laughs> <laughs> so we've come a long way. Uh, well, that's certainly true. There, there's no doubt about that. And now yeah. how many ships are currently in the fleet? So we currently have 26 ships in the fleet, and um, we just uh, we just inaugurated our newest ship, Wonder of the Seas. And I think this is the perfect kind of indication as to where we've come, right? So now the ships, it's it's not necessarily about the size, although it is the largest cruise ship in the world. It's 238,000 some odd tons. But it's really the the amenities on the ships, right? So now these ships with neighborhoods on board, so Central Park, Aqua Theater, Boardwalk, really opened up spaces. So as big as these ships may be, there's many, many small intimate spaces around the ship that you'll that you'll find. And, and it really gives us the ability to pack in features and amenities that you can't find anywhere else except on Royal Caribbean. So well, um, it's, it's true. I can, I can vouch for that because, you know, I'm going to talk about my personal experience from February. I was on the Anthem of the Seats, not the newest ship, but certainly not the oldest ship in the in the fleet. Um, we went from New York and we went down and we went to uh, Port Canaveral. We went to uh, Coco Key, the private island. We went to Nassau. It was a great cruise. And there were a lot of innovative things. And even though it's a when at full capacity, it can hold a lot of folks. Um, you know, it never felt really crowded because of the way the, the, the actual ship was set up, you know, and, sure. and then there were a lot of, uh, you know, nice different touches, you know, you had, uh, you know, different theme bars. So if you liked one particular vibe, you could hang out there. You could, you know, go to another bar. If you like that particular vibe, you could, uh, lots of space, uh, outside on the decks. So you can go ahead and, and sun and all, but there's also a lot of covered spaces, solarium type spaces too. Yeah. So if the weather's a bit, um, disjointed and, and not uh, favorable, you know, you're not going to get shut out from being able to go to a pool or relax and all of that. So there, there were a lot of different, um, for lack of a better term, nooks and crannies, but they're not small nooks and crannies. They're, they're spacious nooks and crannies where, you know, you could certainly enjoy um, all the different aspects of the ship and the cruise. Sure. What was your favorite um, activity on board? Um, going up in the pod, the sky pod. The North that Star, was, yeah. That was, the, the North Star was unbelievable. Now, it was a sea day. I would have actually maybe preferred it on a port day, but because of the way the schedule goes, it just wasn't going to happen. But even on a sea day, you're, you're, you're up about 300 feet above the, above the surface of the, of the actual uh, ship, and you can see for miles because we had a nice, gorgeous day. Yeah. You can see for miles out on the ocean. You can you can see little uh, bunches of dolphins if you looked hard enough, and sure. you could also find out where the open deck chairs were by the pool. So it was really quite advantageous that way. <laughs> it, 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 it there is a little premium cost to it, but uh, it, it actually was very worth it to go up for that for the amount of time we went up and and really we really enjoyed it. My my son and my daughter went uh, with me and we really enjoyed that. That was really sure. nice. There's no yeah. doubt. About and that's that's um I I love that you said that because that is one of those innovations that you know are really incredible and then when you're that high up and you're and you're kind of having this panoramic view of everything um and the good news is is that well at sea because everybody is on the ship 
while they're at sea, there is a small charge really more for crowd control and, and uh, flow. Uh, but when you're in port, um, there are no charges for, for those amenities. And, and I think that's what you find is a, is a great combination of all of these included features, ice skating, rock climbing, you know, the surf simulator, iFly, all of that. Um, and it's just a nice balance between, you know, if you want to find that, that lounge chair and just kind of hang out all day long by the pool, you can do that as well. Well, I think I think that brings another point that's really important. And as far as the best type of vacation for value, um, I think, um, you know, I think cruising really does provide incredible value because of all the things that are actually included. And if you build on a couple of things that you add on, you can actually make it for all intents and purposes, an all inclusive vacation. You get your you get your cabin, you get uh, room service, you get your room service twice a day by the stewards. You get your food, all the food you can eat, basically. And, you know, trust me, you, you can you can go on as a person. You can leave as cargo. It's not <laughs> that hard. Um, you get entertainment. Every night there was entertainment in the main theater. And and every night it was very good. It was, it was very good entertainment. Um, so and you have all the different places and spots you can go out and hang out. You have uh, trivia and other games during the day. You have you have sing alongs, karaoke. Um, again, you know, if you want to pay extra for a drink package, go ahead, but you get, you know, like 15 drinks a day. So unless you're really like an incredibly thirsty person, you know, you'll, 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 you'll be fine. And, uh, you know, it, it's really good. And also, you know, you get to go to different places every day. You unpack once and then you pack again at the end. So versus other vacations, like if you're on a land tour, you're in a bus and you have to go to the next place and you have to unpack and pack. This is this is so much easier. And for families, it's definitely a good value because you know there's always you know third and fourth passengers in a cabin are always at a reduced price. So That's it's right. really good value. No, there's no doubt about it. You don't have to sell me. I, I know I, that. I'm, I'm with I'm, you I'm, right I'm, there. <laughs> I, I, I understand that. Now, um, let's talk about some of the things that make Royal Caribbean different. Um, there are a couple that come to mind, but I want to see if the you pick off the ones that I have in my mind or not. Okay. All right. So now I'm being tested, but here we go. So we have already talked about some of those only on Royal features, right? Central Park, Boardwalk, um, ice skating, all of those things. To me, um, the entertainment on board is really second to none. So from being able to find live entertainment throughout the ships, um, and one of my favorites, which you experienced on Anthem, which was Music Hall, and that is just this huge cavernous music space that has, you know, um, lounge seating and a great place to see live performances and live bands. And it is it just reminds you of going out to a concert and that's, you know, free and included. Um, but don't forget the Broadway shows, right? So we have a total of seven Broadway shows across our fleet. Uh, Greece, We Will Rock You, Mamma Mia, just to name a few. And and to kind of put that into perspective, when you think about Royal Caribbean as an entertainment company, we hire over 1,500 performers each year, and we train them in our, we have 135 square, 135,000 square foot state-of-the-art entertainment studio in Miami, and we're training them before they even step on board the ship. So um, over 100,000 guests are being entertained across our fleet 
and we have over 141 different production shows. So just to give you a little bit of perspective on the breadth of entertainment. So if anybody comes on board a Royal Caribbean ship and says, and they come back to you, Scott, and say they were bored, we have to reevaluate <laughs> because there is just so much to do for everybody. And on that Anthem ship, they had that other performance space, the 270 Lounge. Oh, incredible. That's an, they, they did an amazing um, creative show there that I just blew me away. And then they also had the silent party where everyone wore their headphones yep. and were dancing either channel A or channel B or were doing whatever they were doing. And, and if you had your headphones off, you could watch and see and, and be a people watcher, which is always one of my favorite things on a ship, but you could put the headphones on and listen to one channel and be, you know, you know, doing your air guitar or whatever to whatever music. And then the other channel might have something disco-y and then you, you're pulling right. your best John Travolta. It was really quite cool. There's tons no doubt about it. Yeah. It was, tons of fun. You're right. You know, so, there's a lot of things. Now, one of the other big differences that Royal Caribbean has, especially going to the Caribbean, are the two, not just one, but two private islands. Let's yep. talk about those. Sure. So perfect day at Coco Cay. I know you were there. Um, this is, well, first of all, it's our top rated port out of 270 destinations that we go to worldwide. It is our top rated destination in the entire fleet of our of our ship. Um, so it is based in, uh, in, uh, in, in the Bahamas and it is home to the largest freshwater pool in the Caribbean. It is home to the tallest water slides, um, in the Caribbean, um, and you need elevators though well we're working on those it's, you know. it's a long walk up those stairs i did it you're gonna get your steps in that's for about, sure that's why you can eat all you want and you don't have to worry you know you're gonna get 145 feet up that's 14 stories of it, steps you know i'm just incredible. saying incredible yeah it's yeah. incredible and you know truly when we were building the island it was like okay we need to find the perfect day for every one of our guests so whether you like that high action activity and what we call thrill you go to thrill island and you can go and enjoy the water slides and all of those high energy activities but if you just want to chill out relax on the beach and just hang out then you go to the chill side and you can just completely unwind and relax there just listen to the waves uh, lapping against the uh, against the sand then we have the coco beach club which is our ultra luxury upscale um private venue where there is an extra cost to get in there but there's an upgraded lunch experience there with filet mignon and lobster and we have um the only overwater cabanas that actually float over the water in in perfect day um and those are available as well for rent and um just huge home runs i mean i'm, I'm actually going at the end of the month and uh we're renting a cabana in in thrill water park and those cabanas not only does it accommodate up to eight guests but it includes the tickets into the park so um it's just a great place where you can kind of throw your your things down come back to your home port so to speak and relax and enjoy and then go off and enjoy all the activity around the island just yes. truly spectacular i i actually wasn't that thrill water park area it was really it was amazing they have a you know, they have the big wave pool, the largest in the Caribbean, the, the tallest water slides. They have other water slides. And then you can still have access to the whole rest of the island, uh, save for that one little private uh, nook there. Um, I think it also 
Coco Key uh, works at uh, to be sort of like you know the old neighborhoods that you talk about on the regular ships. There sure. are different neighborhoods with different vibes uh, on the island, and uh, they have shuttle service. Um, you don't have to tender. A lot of the private islands for other cruise lines, you have to tender. And that can always be a dicey situation if you're not liking the smaller boats. Um, and uh, so, I, you know, I know that Royal Caribbean put a lot of money and a lot of effort into it. And, and it's re really, really quite good. Now, there's another spot, mostly for Western Caribbean cruises, um, that goes to Labadee, Haiti. Talk about yes. that experience. Another spectacular uh, destination, um, private island. It's really been um, in in our portfolio for many, many years. Uh, I can remember sailing there back in the late 80s, um, and it was really just a speck of sand off the coast of Haiti. And now uh, it has really transformed into this beautiful space. Um, we have an alpine coaster ride there. We have the um, longest zip line uh, in the Caribbean and um, just a, another great space where you can once you get there, you can go off, spread out, and and just enjoy the quiet beach if you want, or go off and enjoy activities around. There's a, a really cool straw market where you can get local um, art from artisans that are that are that live right there um, on the island, and uh, just a spectacular experience. That's that, that's real, and that's good to know that there's these all these various things. So no matter where you're actually cruising from, be it from Miami or Galveston or wherever the cruise may start from, you know, chances are good you will hit one of these two private island places on your cruise. Yeah, Coco Cay, Perfect Day is is on um, almost 100% of our itineraries in the Caribbean. So, so you're absolutely going to experience that destination on virtually any itinerary that you choose from three nights on up to, you know, eight plus nights. That's very good. Now you also cruise to Europe, Alaska. You do go through the Panama Canal. The, the new ship, the wonder is based in uh, long beach, California. So you do a lot of things, the Mexican Riviera. Talk about some of those things before we get to next year. Sure. So, so this year we're really, really excited. It's, it's kind of the, it's the beginning, if you will, of that sense of normalcy or coming back to the sense of normalcy. Um, by the end of May, we will have all 26 ships in our fleet sailing and very happy to say at full capacity, uh, we are actually experiencing some of the um, most prolific booking periods of our history. So we're exceeding March and April have exceeded uh, 2019 figures and 2019 was one of our uh, one of our benchmark years in terms of, of bookings. And so we're already seeing uh, pre-pandemic numbers. So that's spectacular, first and foremost. We've got four ships that are going to be in Alaska this year. Uh, that's the most that we've ever had. And um, you mentioned uh, Galveston, where we're actually building a brand new terminal there that will be open in, in 22, uh, the in the fall. And um, this is going to be a lead certified space so it's the one that's uh, leadership in energy and entertain uh, and environmental design uh, so that'll be um, you know certified for that and it's just going to be this beautiful space to welcome allure of the seas and that will be in the fall you mentioned uh, navigator out of los angeles uh, first time in over 10 years that we're back to la um, serving the community there three four and seven night 
Baja and Mexican Riviera sailings. Of course, our home ports, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Port Canaveral, and Tampa uh, will all have ships there from Oasis-class ships, the brand new ones, to uh, every ship in between, uh, doing anything from three nights on up. Uh, we sail out of Cape Liberty, New Jersey, and of course, we will have uh, one of our newest ships there, Oasis of the Seas, Anthem, the one that you were on, will be there as well. Uh, we sail out of Baltimore, um, uh, one of our older ships, but one of my favorites actually is Enchantment of the Seas, absolutely beautiful, much smaller, more intimate, and um, uh, so really, really excited about 2022 and, and kind of, you know, we're what almost halfway through the year now and, and finishing the year strong. So now what's on tap for 2023? What, 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 uh, what should people look for? And, and obviously you can book into 2023 and maybe even into 2024. Sure. So, so you, you can plan ahead with a small deposit that holds your space. Um, and, uh, well, what's going on for 2023 that might be new and innovative. So, so here's where I feel like we get, back to normal if there is a if there is a normal this is where we get back to that so four ships back in alaska in 2023 uh, we're bringing over enchantment of the sea so again you're going to be able to experience alaska on a, on a much smaller more intimate ship with walls of glass and just a beautiful experience there um, we offer cruise tours so these are the combination of our cruise packages on radiance of the seas with um, up to uh, six or seven additional nights on land into the interior of Alaska. Um, we're coming back to Hawaii. So we'll have three ships doing some seasonal trips to Hawaii this year uh, in 2023. Um, I'm going to highlight a few others because the ones that I mentioned already sailing out of uh, our home ports, you're going to see those coming back. Uh, one of them that I'm particularly excited about and that's Mariner of the Seas. And that's going to sail out of Port Canaveral. It's going to do these really neat eight-night cruise itineraries from August to October, where you're going to get three days in Bermuda. So if, if you've cruised with us before, uh, you've been in the business for a while, Scott, you know that typically you cruise to Bermuda from New York or New Jersey. And we, back in the day, we, we've sailed to Bermuda from uh uh, from the Florida ports before, uh, but this is the first time in quite a while that we're doing that. So that's really, really exciting. Um, we'll also call on perfect day there as well. So you kind of get, uh, you know, the biggest bang for your buck there. We will have nine ships in Europe sailing through the Mediterranean, um, you know, sailing out of Rome, Barcelona, uh, places like that. Uh, lots of new destinations that we'll be sailing to as well. Um, one of the ports is Ravenna in Italy, and that's actually the cruise port that will be uh, offering our Venice excursions. Uh, but Ravenna in itself uh, was the capital of the Roman Empire for over 300 years and just a beautiful space. So if you like architecture, churches and mosaics and art, that's the place to be. Uh, we're going to be sailing in Northern Europe. So we're going to see Iceland, the Arctic Circle, Norwegian Fjords, um, Ireland, uh, all of those great destinations. Uh, really excited to see sailings in uh, starting in December of 23, sailing from Cologne, Panama. And they're going to be sailing to the ABC Islands. So um, Aruba, Bonaire, and Curaçao, as well as uh, Cartagena. So that's something different. And then I think the cherry on top um, is our world cruise. So here's where I will say to you that 
if there's anything that feels normal in my life and in, in my career at Royal Caribbean, because like I told you before, with us innovating as we do, the world cruise puts that cherry on top because it really solidifies the fact that Royal Caribbean is back and we're going to be continuing to do bold innovations, bold ideas. So get this, Scott, 274 nights total. If you take the full world cruise, it's like nine months just to uh, yeah. <laughs> December through July, right? Over 150 destinations, 60 countries, 57 different ports of call, 11 world wonders. So you're going to be able to see all 11 old world and new world wonders, and you're going to visit all seven continents. You can break those up into four different expeditions. So if you don't have 274 nights, I'll say this, Scott, you know from experience that your typical world cruiser is of a certain age. I will tell you that we have families, believe it or not, that are taking the full world cruise. That's what the pandemic has done, right? People are putting their lives into perspective. I can see that. Plus also, you know, the fact that a lot of things, you know, educationally can be done, you know, remotely and this is a this is as much a, for for families it can be as much an educational trip as it is a vacation oh gosh yeah you're, Plus you're also right. i have to say that the we we have i have to just put a quick plug in here that the royal caribbean internet is the best internet at sea so we can't overlook that you know and guess what it's included on those 274 nights well, it, on it, the, uh, yeah, that, hopefully, hopefully laundry that's the and laundry and laundry is included as well. You got it. Because <laughs> that, that laundry is an important consideration for 274 days. Now we do not want you to pack 274 pairs of underwear. We want you to be able to be, you know, come on comfortably and know that you can you can do your laundry while yeah, you're I done. get it. Listen, I <laughs> certainly understand. Now, before we go, um, we do have a special exclusive offer for people who listen to the Walters Wandering Travel Podcast and people who come in and, and book. This week only through May 12th. That's right. Um, it's a special loyal, royal, loyal, loyal at royal uh, offering. And uh, I'm just going to go through it right now. If you uh, if you book an interior ocean view, you'll get an extra $25 additional onboard credit above and beyond any other offerings that might be available. And now if you book a balcony, you'll get $50 of stateroom. Same things apply. It doesn't matter how long the cruise is. So you can even get a three-day cruise and get $50 of uh, onboard credit. And if you book a suite, and the suites are very nice, there's no doubt about it, we'll, we'll throw in $100 of onboard credit um, thanks to the people at Royal Caribbean for doing that. I really appreciate that. Um, so, Happy that, to do it. And it's only one week only. So you have from today, Cinco de Mayo, through the 12th of de Mayo, like, what is that? What is it? I know Once is 11. I don't know what 12 is uh, in Spanish. Yes. There I you go. Uh, I think that's 10. 10. Well, anyway, from, from today through the 12th, if you book a World Caribbean cruise with Walter's Wandering Travel, you will get uh, up to $100 more to spend at sea, which is really great because, you know, if you want to play bingo or you want to do this or you want to do that, it'll be there ready for you. Now, just a couple of things before we go. Um, the World Caribbean app was very helpful when I was on board. Sure. Um, it's certainly, you know, again, part of the innovations. Um, there are, again, a lot of other spaces and a lot of other things. Um, the, you know, and every ship is different. The, the ones that have the boardwalk and the Central Park and the Aqua Theater, you know, you can actually get uh, balconies to look into the space. 
which is really cool, as well as the regular traditional balconies that look out to the water. So the, there's just so much and so many different options with Royal Caribbean. Um, anything else you want to add before we go? Well, the the you you thank you first of all because this has been a great thirty minutes or so, and I really appreciate you having us on. Um, and I and I'll, I'll end with this if if you'll indulge me. So it's great that we have the additional onboard credit that loyal to Royal Cruise Sale for your clients, and I want to put it into more perspective because if for those that are have that have families out there and uh, you know that we're running our kids sale free promotion this month that offers an additional up to $550 off depending on the, the category that you book now you will get that plus you'll get this additional onboard credit plus you're going to get uh, I guess the eight year, uh, $8 a day. On right. Board credit as well, right? Exactly. So, Seven day cruise. It's 56 more dollars. So there's you know. never been a better time to cruise. No. And, and, and again, you, a small deposit can hold your space even into 2024. So, you know, it, it's good. You get to hold your space. You get your, you get locked and loaded into your cabin. You're all set. You can make payments at any time for any amount over like $25. This way, the, the accounting people don't go too crazy. Um, and and you can just pay as you go. And there's one more thing. This is this is a new thing called FlexPay. Just give us one second on that, and then we'll wrap things up. Absolutely, yeah. And that's that's a really great tool because you may have a lot of clients that, that like to pay over time as, you know, currently. But we have a built-in system now where we, you can actually schedule payments. So if you only want to make those fifty to seventy-five dollar payments as you go, it may not feel as as big of a um, hit, you know, making that full final payment at the end. And so it just gives you the opportunity to spread out your payments over time and really to help you budget uh, for your vacation. So it's just been a great, great new tool that we have to help you. And it's no interest, so it's, it's not right. like you're taking out a loan. It's just, right. it's just sort of, you know, you can we can schedule you the, the the 15th and 30th of every month, except for February. We can schedule you for whatever, and then you just go ahead and it, it definitely the the pain is less when you get to take it out in little chunks instead of a big big wallop at the end. I certainly That's understand right. that. Well, listen, Anthony, I really appreciate you being on with us today. We covered a lot of territory, the whole world. As a matter of fact, with Royal Caribbean, um, I appreciate you being on. I appreciate everyone out there listening. And again, just note, we do have the Loyal to Royal program one week only, up to $100 off and onboard credit. If you book with me anytime in the month of May for a cruise, I'll give you $8 a day of onboard credit. Um, you can do, we can do the math. It's not that hard. And uh, there's also many, many, many things to recommend about Royal Caribbean. And I'll be happy to answer all of your questions that you may have. Anthony, thank you so much. This has been the Walters Wandering Travel Podcast. My name is Scott Walters, and we'll see you again real soon. Take care, everyone, and have a great day.